Oh, what a day in Adelaide, 24 degrees as we get set for the big final tonight. The Port Adelaide Football Club take on GWS and uh, the members of this group are absolutely humming. I was uh, listening to a different platform uh, throughout the week there, Fergus, and our man Tommy Rockcliffe called himself the boss of Brisbane and he joins <laughs> us right now. Hello to you, uh, Rocky, you going all right? <laughs> I'm going very well. Good morning, Adelaide. What was that, plat, plat and then a cough and then form? I'm not sure yeah, Fergus, <laughs> what you were trying to <laughs> no, Fergie coughed. No, Fergie coughed. That was That's what happened. So I had nothing to do with that. That was the uh, Saturday rub last week, and my goodness, had Billy Brown this. I don't think he'd been to bed the night before. He was not in good shape at all, but mm. what a game of footy last night. Outstanding. The Carlton Footy Club off to the prelim. And just remember, they were uh, they were sitting, I can't remember, I think it was, was like 15th or something, weren't they, Rock? Sat, they wanted to sack their coach about round eight or something, didn't they? Unbelievable. As we welcome the former skipper of the Redbacks, Fergus. Hello, mate. Welcome back. Thank you. It's great to be back. I'm excited. Once again, dead set legends time. 24, not a cloud in oh. the sky. This is just what we deliver and right in time for a big final at Adelaide Oval tonight. Yeah, Could good. not be more excited for it. We've got... A chat with David Kosh coming up. That's be exciting. I can't wait for that. He's always good value. That'll be good. Looking forward to this. And uh, it's a big month for you, September, Rocky. We've got to touch on that a little bit later on, mate, because financially you're down, down, down. Down, down, down. Yes, the prices are down. I, uh, Doesn't I go... take him too many cashies to make that No, up, that is <laughs> correct. <laughs> Broke in September, that's for sure. So the young fellow, Jack, he had his birthday yesterday, yes. big six-year-old. So good on him. Start party last night and then a party today and then his mum's 30 Shana the Whoa. wife Shana is 30 uh, Wednesday Shana. I think so Wednesday gonna, I think Wednesday Whoa, and then well and then the party a little bit I reckon <laughs> parties <laughs> the great family Wednesday man that I think <laughs> parties on Saturday and then Huey the the youngest the two he turns two on the 29th so I think uh, I, yeah I massive. think yeah no nah, on he's on the 29th <laughs> <laughs> oh man Very um, good. and we must say as well we we do have a big show and we're looking forward to it but uh the, this station, um, especially our hearts go out to the Screaming Jets as well. They yes. lost uh, their founding member last night, Paul Rosine. Uh, a message went up on the socials and uh, our hearts go out to the Screaming Jets and Gleeso as well. He was an absolute star, Paul. I met him a couple of times and the heartbeat of that band along with with Gleeso. So, um, yeah, we, we just are thinking of that great organisation at the moment. And we're going to kick the show off. Well, none other. Better. The Screaming Jets. How good. What better way? Let's do it. Here at the Dead Set Legends, 104.7 Adelaide's Triple M. Let's go. The almighty Screaming Jets oh. here. How good. Our thoughts go out to the Screaming Jets. They have uh, unfortunately lost the founding member, Paul Wazine, overnight. And uh, yeah, like I said, all here at Triple M, our thoughts go out to Gleeso and the team. An arm wrestle and uh, the Blues get it done. Quite incredible last night, Rocky. Yeah, it certainly was. They just found a way to win. The MCG was absolutely rocking. You could hear it there oh. in the background. 96,000 there. They'll have, uh, I would imagine, 100,000 next week at the MCG for a prelim for Collingwood. And then oh. the Gabra will be sold out as well. So I just had a quick look at flights. They're only 800 to fly up on Friday afternoon. Is that it? <laughs> 
<laughs> on Friday and 800 Jeez. to fly back. So the uh, the airlines won't miss uh, the Carlton supporters coming up, but they were simply outstanding last night, weren't they? It was a, a ripping mm. contest. It, it was everything finals footy is, hard and tough. Both teams went at it, and um, Carlton had their noses in front at the right time. They, they just found a way to, to get over the line there. They looked like they were almost shot ducks at the halfway through that last quarter, out on their feet, and they just uh, rallied and found a way to get home. It was hot early, wasn't it? And our oh. uh, group message was pinging off. I think it was that one passage of play that it went, the ball just went back and forward, contest, contest, spilled out. It went for about two minutes, it felt like. It was quite incredible, and that's why we love it. Yeah, you had no time on the ball. <laughs> I mean, you just basically picked it up and threw it on the boot or yeah. handballed and hoped for the best. But um, that's what we expect at this time of year, don't we? We've got the best of the best going at it. Hammer and tong, and uh, to see so many close contests throughout the final series so far, it's been everything we could have hoped for. Now, Rock, as, as, as good as Carlton were and hats off to them, is the big story Melbourne here? They haven't won a final since they won the flag in 21. Well, I think it has to be a little bit. You, you just look at some of the things that happened last night, some of the selections. I think they've just got it wrong in September again, the Melbourne Footy Club. I thought they, they just, uh, they've got to fix that forward half. They've got to fix that forward line. They need a, a big presence down there. They get the footy inside 50 enough. They've got a superstar midfield group, but they've got no one to finish it off when they get it inside 50. And they'll be kicking themselves that they didn't beat Collingwood last week. They yeah. should have belted Collingwood last week. Not belted them, but they had their opportunities. They went inside 50, 32 more times and couldn't kick a winning score. And then a little bit the same last night. They've gone 9-17 in front of goal, and we speak about Petrarca and these guys that they're genuine superstars, but they've just got no polish inside that mm. 50. Now, Rock, I look at that 9-17, and on, on, on face value, it looks horrific. And, you know, what are we doing here? We've got, we're talking about professional footballers, but do we need to give Carlton's defence some credit here for pushing them wide? Because I'm, I'm watching... Melbourne, when they're missing these set shots, they'll miss three or four in a row, and then the other opposition will go down the other end and kick one. But is it because Carlton are pushing them wide, or is it just the fact that they just can't kick? Well, a bit of both. I think you've got to give the opposition credit. We're seeing St Kilda do that to most teams this year. They forced them into positions they didn't want to be in, and, and the accuracy against them wasn't great. But Carlton did that a little bit last night. But Melbourne, that's where the, the good teams find a way to, to get a inside ball and, and with their ball movement they don't allow opposition teams to get back and, and fill those holes so that it forces you wide get those one-on-one -on -one contests or the easy lay down mark inside 50 lead up so they're going to have to do a bit of work the Melbourne Footy Club because they're getting a little bit older as well as we said all those players Maxi Gorn etc we, we think that um, Grundy's gone as well so it's an interesting time for the Melbourne Footy Club that they need to when they move Grundy on or, or move some players on. They need to bring in a key forward that's going to be their future. I think you, it was a strange selection for me to have Josh Shackey as your sub last night. Like, he's not mm. an impact player. You're either playing for the full game in that forward 50 or you have an impact player come off the bench. I think it's fair to say that the competition could have nearly forgotten about Sam Walsh at the start of the year when he was injured. Yes. And, you know, you got the likes of the, the young fellas that are running around and a, a Dacos and, a, and Ashcroft and people like that. 34-2 and two last night, Rocky. He was incredible. Yeah, he, he certainly was. And a lot of people, they, they want to redo the draft and, and put all these different players. But he was he was super, and I think that's why he went number one, what he did last night. But what a draft that year that yeah. is turning out to be as well. You've got Connor Rosie in it, Zach Butters as well, Sam Welsh. But he, uh, he just dominated that game from start to finish. And his work rate, his ability to get up and down the ground, his, his running capacity... He's second to none in the competition at the moment. Yeah, I saw some stats earlier this morning around around Walsh and, and 
people talked about him maybe not having big impact on game. He had eight tackles, six inside 50s, mm. and then kicked the two goals. 618 metres gain. That's a damaging player right there. Mm. He's not just running around picking up cheap posies. He's doing everything, all the hard stuff. It's so good to see. Yep, yeah, it. it was super. Let's just talk about that 2018 draft. So I, yes. I mentioned a few of those names. The King brothers were in it. Rankin, Bailey Smith, Connor Rosie, Sam Walsh, Nick Blakey, Lukosius. <laughs> Absolute wow. superstars. That, that Is that could, the new super draft? Mm. Oh, it could turn out to be the absolute super draft, yeah. What, what was it? 2001, was it? When Judd, was it Judd Hodge? Yep, that's the, the one. Draft? Judd yeah. Hodge and... Was it this, Buddy this prop, was in there somewhere, was he? Uh, not that one. He was a couple of years after, yeah. yeah. After. It might... Luke Ball, I Luke think. Ball, well. yeah, Luke Ball, that's, right. that's the one. That yeah. might turn out to be a better draft, mm, 2018. I think I look... I, I straight away hear Lukosius' name. Obviously, yeah. a good South Australian mm. lad. And he plays like a finals player, doesn't mm. he? So he's. I look at that draft now that you mention all those names, and that's got unbelievable numbers at the end of all their careers. I think yeah. it's fair to say we're we're all invested in the finals, aren't we? Here in mm. Australia, well, oh. and far as well. Have oh, a listen to Robbie Williams for his second video in two weeks. Yes. <laughs> wow, is it like this every year? Because I am so in. <laughs> My God. Deconi's in the air, everywhere I look around. Deconi's everywhere, leaving bodies on the ground. And he's better than his brother, even better than his dad. <laughs> wow. This guy's invested, isn't he? He's in. He's in. Um, Rocky, I think it's time for a bit of general feedback next, because we missed our man last week, Callum Ferguson. Yes, he was away again on another golf trip. So that's about his 12th weekend off, I think, since in 18 months. I don't think I'm going to get missed here. It's <laughs> <laughs> coming up next, 15 minutes past 9 o'clock, 104.7 Adelaide's Triple M. Morning Adelaide, 104.7 Triple M, the dead set legends, 24 degrees and beautiful today. Absolutely stunning day as we build up for the Port Adelaide Footy Club taking yes. on the GWS Giants tonight. There's only five teams left after uh, Melbourne eliminated. Mm. We're going going to get to that a little bit later on. We've got Bernie Vince uh, joining the show. But, Rocky, we were we were down and out last week. We were gutted when uh, one of our members just said, well, he put golf before us. Yeah, well, it was, it was really strange as well. We got a text message off our boss saying, Ferg's away. Who do you want to replace him? And didn't really understand why. I thought, no. oh, that's that's a bit strange, early September. Um, and then he, he contacted us, Fergus, and he said, oh, it's a father-son golf golf day or tournament down in uh, Tasmania, which we thought, oh, that's great. He's taking his young fella down there, take him out for a bit of a hit of a golf, but left the kids at home, Tomo. Yeah. Not sure how many 18-month-year-olds have made it around two championship (laughs) golf courses in (laughs) recent history. Just lack of effort for mine. (laughs) Spencer needs to lift. (laughs) Not wanting to spend time with Spencer is what I'm hearing there, Tomo. A few excuses coming out of Fergus, but... um, we thought, oh, surely if you go away for the weekend mm. there, Tomo, yes. that um, you'd spend the week at home and just get some credits back in the bank. Well, I would have thought so. I would have put the, the clubs away for at least, I'm going to say five weeks, I reckon. I'm going to say five <laughs> weeks. Where That didn't quite happen this week, though, did it, Fergus, if we're being brutally honest about things? No, no, I snuck out there again. No. Because, <laughs> it, 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 because something has come up on Instagram throughout uh, the week. Staggering. Your lovely uh, better half, Rhiannon. Yes. Has put something. Far better half. Yeah, has put something up about you. Now, how many times? Now, be, be honest. How mm. many times did you play golf this week? 
After being back uh, away from the kids and family for yep. three nights. Yeah, I got a couple in. How couple many? of rounds. Uh, Monday and Wednesday. Played yeah. twice, yep. <laughs> played twice. I played it. five in seven days. <laughs> five in <laughs> seven days. That was going days. back from Wednesday five, before. Five in seven days. Yeah, and including the trip. Here's what the Instagram story sounded like. Where are you off to? Bye, Spencer. Uh, I'm just going to uh, pick up a few things from the shop. So Not a lie. See in a little bit. <laughs> oh, yeah? How long? Yeah. How long, babe? The shop's a couple of hours away, so it might take us time. Oh, yeah? Lie. I might go and check on things down at um, Stonebridge. can I go to <laughs> the Bye, Big <laughs> Listen to the kids just needing some support. <laughs> <laughs> can, can I go with Daddy? Can I go with Daddy to Big W? That's I, all I, I heard. I can play <laughs> golf. I can play golf. <laughs> I just want to see Dad. Can I spend some time with Dad? What's going on, Fergus? Now that Rhiannon's gotten... And I replied to it straight away, and she goes, I was so close to tagging you. (laughs) (laughs) That was Grandma's day with the kids on Wednesday. So Mum was beating it up something fierce. She she was off to go get her nails done, get her hair cut. She was having a great day. She got a massage that afternoon. It was and a great day for, she, for the parents on Wednesday. She's going back Always to work, is. hasn't she, Ferg? So she's yeah, working. Point six, yep. She's so back. what's point six just for the listeners out there? Yeah, how, so it's how just a little bit over um, half time, so part time still, but yep. um, she's loving being so, back for yeah, so if she's great. out there, yeah. It's great to, so she's great working. to have her listening. She said she was going to bed this morning. She's, she's and she'd working. be eating this up. Let me give so you the she's working. Seeing me squirm and hearing me squirm, she'd be loving it. Why are you going red? Yeah. She's working. She's working three to four days a week, yep. and our man Ferg just has to turn up on a Saturday morning. That's his work week covered. Mm, but he doesn't so, even do that at times. Well, he, he just said to us off air, I've had about four, four Saturdays off in the last two years that we've been on air, and we went back and counted them. It's 16. He's had 16, <laughs> 16. Saturday mornings off. And well, that's he, a lie. And he's, his wife spends more time with the kids than oh, what he does, and he's at home the whole time, yep. Tomo. It's he's, played, he's played golf six out of the last seven Matt, days. He's had, la- he's had four shows off in three weeks. That's where our man's going. <laughs> and I don't know. I don't know where we're at. Poor time, Spencer. It's time to put those golf clubs on Marketplace. Get rid of them. It's time to give golf away, Fergus. It's time to- <laughs> Rocky, you couldn't even uh, list the birthdays of your kids, so I'm not going to you for uh, any advice, but... Hey, Tomo, you got any advice for me, mate? Nah. You're about to be a dad. No, nah, I'm happy to move on. I reckon this has worked out nicely, to be honest. <laughs> 24 minutes away from 10 o'clock for your Saturday morning, Adelaide, the Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockliffe, Cow Ferguson, and Tomo, 24 degrees oh. today in Adelaide. And I tell you what, get your tickets to tonight. What the hell's going on? We're going to talk about that just after yeah. 10 o'clock. It's not sold out. It should be. Mm. And also, David Kosh is going to join us just after 10.30. But a big, big month in the Rockcliffe oh. household here, Rocky. Isn't it? Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, we just mentioned it before about all the birthdays this month. But I also forgot that Father's Day is the first Sunday as well. So mm. yes. got Father's Day. So I get spoiled at the start of the month. And then our uh, our eldest boy, Jack, he turned six yesterday. So the 15th, he... Uh, the big fella's birthday, so we've got a couple of kids' parties, one last night, temping bowling and yeah, uh, a bit of dinner and then mini golf as well with his schoolmates and then a party today for the mates in the street and uh, a few family coming over as well. And nice. then Shana's next week, uh, big 30th, so that'll cost an arm and a leg as well. And then... <laughs> 
That's uh, that's not even including a present yet, so we'll have to uh, duck out to the shops, maybe the Savo, and get something for next week. And then last minute, <laughs> Huey as well. Huey's uh, the end of the month on the 29th, so it's just out of control. Tom. Oh, I don't know what's how going on. Like, it all sounds good, and you say how good and how good and how good, but my, my, my mind just goes to cash straight away. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is too... And I'm... I'm not a, a father yet. I am uh, expecting, obviously, but the, the kids' birthday parties. Geez, things have changed from the 90s. Oh, yeah. Used to swing into Maccas. It used to be job done. A couple of mates. And now <laughs> things it. are, what's going on? Like, it's a whole, uh, it's a massive hoopla now. Things have changed incredibly, haven't they, Rock? Yeah, they certainly have. I think at the end of the day, I think it's the parents' fault um, as much as anyone. Mm. I think kids would still be happy to go to the park with a bat and ball or a footy and just kick that and have mm. a barbecue, a yeah. snag and bread. They'd be pumped with that. So it, it adds up, Tomo. There's no doubting that. By the time you get the presents and uh, they get far too many presents, <laughs> it's ridiculous. I think he had about seven or eight things to open yeah. yesterday morning. Then he got all the toys last night. But then... You go temp in bowling last night, and uh, he took eight mates or seven mates, and then all the parents are there as well. So you put a bit of food on for them, and they have that. And then, uh, yeah, mini golf as well at uh, just dollars, dollars, dollars. Yeah, better man absolutely. than me, Rock. I tell you. No, it's brilliant. No, it's good, though. I, I, love that, I love that parents are spending money on their kids. I think it's fantastic. You know, there's, there's all sorts of things we could be doing with mm. our money, but they're spending it on their kids like Rocky is. That's great, going mm. down to the 10 pin bowling. The good thing about that too is that the parents are able to socialise a little bit as well when, the, when they're being entertained. And I was just thinking back to what we'd done with our kids and the first birthday was pretty low key for, for both of them. You know, like they're not going to remember much yeah. of it. So, you know, you, what kids do come, you keep them entertained, you know, run around with the bats and balls, kicking the footy around. But um, I then thought, oh, there's actually a lot of um, people out there offering services to to parties like face painters, you mm. know, balloon makers and DJs and, and entertainment. But, um, you know, obviously some of that comes with a fair bit of cost as well. But, um, you know, I remember we had a, a young lady come and um, do some entertain, like dance party for a lot of two to three, four-year-olds, and they absolutely loved it. The parents were able to have a, a glass of wine or two mm. and, and socialise at the back. So it, they're, they're a big, big uh, part of our lives, these parties and whatnot. And the fact that they've all landed in, in a month and put so much fire <laughs> Financial strain on you, Rock, and watching you sweat and squirm in yeah. your seat there is enormously entertaining oh, to me. Oh, people, <laughs> people think Christmas is tough. What about September for Rock? September. Oh, and, just... and then he whinges, but then this time of year is one of the most profitable for him, especially with Brisbane playing yeah, finals up there. How many just little well, brown paper bags are being yeah. just shoveled underneath his? the spring king, if you don't mind. <laughs> I was just going to say, if there's any list... poor me coming from you over there, Rock, that's all I'm hearing. Any listeners out there that need any equipment or anything finance, get in touch. Touch with me, give me a call, <laughs> or someone to come and talk a, footy. <laughs> and then, yeah, if you, anyone needs a guest speaker or anything like that, I'm, I'm available this month. Uh, just even a tip at the nags would do, wouldn't it? Right? <laughs> anything, anything. Financial crisis. Fourteen minutes away from ten o'clock. The dead set legends. Great day of Tindo Solar on board as well. Sorry, absolutely about it. Uh, superb. Tom mm. Rockliffe, Cal Ferguson, and Tom. And we were just talking kids' birthday parties just before. Oh, it's we a were. bit of a rough month for you in September. You've got you've got a couple and. And your wife's thirtieth coming up, Rock. Yeah, I do. So uh, there's not the bank account's taking a fair hit this mm. month. So Interesting. yeah, sixth birthday, second birthday, and thirtieth. I'd probably yeah. suggest it's taking a hit both ways, though, Rock. This time of year, <laughs> yeah, Mr. September. That is true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> filling up real. nicely. Uh, text lines always open. Oh four triple eight five one zero four seven. Uh, Jake has just texted through. I've got my kid's first birthday tomorrow. Oh, how good! The wife Happy has birthday. invited a hundred people. <laughs> what? I'll be on what? the barbecue all day, Jake has said. 
A hundred people. He genuinely will. Oh, mate. Having he... to feed a hundred mouths. Oh, no. Nah. <laughs> oh, Jake. Nah. That is not on. You'd need three barbecues. Poor man. Poor bastard. That is horrible. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. No. That's well, incredible. I hope, I hope he's not putting on the, the drink as well there for mm. the parents oh, that are turning up. God. You'd need a sponsor, before. perhaps some Cooper's Mild Ale there. My head uh, goes to money straight away. Just a sausage sizzle, I think. Um, <laughs> now, Rocky, let's talk about tonight's game, mate. It should be an absolute belter. It's 24 degrees today in the city of churches. It'll be humming there tonight, and fingers crossed we can fill the joint. Yeah, I think I think they will. I think people will turn up today. It's a, a ripping day there in Adelaide, so I'd imagine there'll be close to 50,000 there. <clears throat> it's a, a little bit disappointing that they haven't sold it out at the start of the week, but uh, we don't know the exact reasons why, but I'm sure they'll uh, they'll get a full house tonight. So Port Adelaide, I think they just need to play the way they have all year. They, they were outstanding in that first half last week, and I, I know I was calling the game, but you sent me a text after it, Tomo, about yeah. how, how good they were. And when Rosie put that goal through from just outside 50, they had all momentum, got their noses yeah. in front. And then Brisbane went to another gear in that third quarter, which they've often done this year at home. But for Port Adelaide, they, they would, they'd they be disappointed with the scores they gave up from stoppages last week. They gave up 13 goals, which is, uh, I think there was only three games this year that have given up more scores from stoppages. And they were all involving West Coast when yeah. they got belted yeah. by 200 and 100 and... Whatever, so they'll be really, really disappointed with that. So I'd imagine a big, big response from their midfield, led by Ollie Wines, who's the the captain of this team at the moment. Willem Drew did an outstanding job as well. I think he'll go to Tom Green and, and look to shut him down. And then Connor Rosie and Butters will just go about their thing. Travis Boke back into the, the starting lineup, I think, is a good move as well. And the forward half gets a little bit straighter as well with Charlie Dixon coming back into that team. Um, they just didn't take their chances at certain times. Toddy Marshall. He needs to kick one early and, and nail it through the big sticks, get his confidence up and then go from there. Burn Jones, Power Pepper in that forward half as well. So I think they match up really well against the Giants as well. They speak about the undersized defenders a little bit, Trent McKenzie, uh, Alir Alir. I think they measure up really well against the Giants because you, you think about their forward half, it's only really Hogan and Riccardi as their talls, but they're not super, super tall. So I think the the big role is going to be who goes to Toby Green, how yep. they can get that one done. It might be Ryan Burton. He did a really good job on Charlie Cameron last week, but Charlie turned the game in a space of 30 seconds, and that's what Toby Green can do as well. He can he only needs a couple of little looks at it. So it's a big job for whoever gets that one, but I, I think Port Adelaide just get it done and get it done pretty well tonight. I'm looking at the, the flood of support around GWS at the moment, and, and I cannot believe how quickly people have jumped off Port Adelaide. That first half, like you both mentioned, uh, off-air and on-air then, Rock, um, from Port Adelaide at the Gabba, was absolutely impressive mm. and certainly something that they should be taking a lot of positives out of because they smacked GWS at Adelaide Oval what was it in early August, wasn't it? Three, about a month three or four ago. Weeks ago, yeah, yeah about and, a and that ago. was fifty-one points at Adelaide Oval. That's got to give him a lot of confidence going in. Well, just a quick one on that. Here was uh, Toby Green yesterday on Brecky talking about the last time they played Port. No, I definitely reflect on it. Um, we did. Oh, that we we weren't happy with anything we did really that day. That was um, probably our one bad game in the last three or four months. So, um, but we take a lot away from it. And Port played a really, you know, a really sharp brand of footy that day. This game over almost at quarter time, so uh, we certainly take a bit away from it, and but we know we won't uh, we won't be giving the same effort on um, on Saturday as what we did that day. Is it Burton that goes to him, Rock? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, you don't want to take away your weapon in Dan Houston, and it might be a Miles Bergman. He may may get the yep. role, but I think Burton will get the first crack at it. He, he generally gets the the shut shutdown on their key small forward.
Mm, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be a good game of footy, and we're going to open up the phones very shortly, actually, yes. because the ticket, it's not sold out. We actually have to ask Koshy about it a little bit later on, but it, I don't know. I just feel like you had, the momentum of last night, there's 90-odd thousand there, 90-odd thousand last week, and it would be a real disappointment if it doesn't get sold out tonight. Well, they turn up in Adelaide. We, we turn up to sporting events, big sporting events like this. I've got no doubt it will be absolutely rocking, and, and it hurts my soul as an Essendon fan to, to think that they could possibly have a home final and not sell it out because mm. it's been a long time for Essendon yeah. fans, but it is a perfect day for it. Get a ticket, get down to the ground, support the power. How the hell did Essendon get involved with this, Rock? <laughs> Essendon and finals just do not go together, do they, Tomo? Tomo? <laughs> 104.7 Adelaide. That's a good point. <laughs> Triple M, the dead set legends. Morning, Adelaide. All right, here we go. Four minutes past 10 o'clock for your Saturday morning, Adelaide, as we look outside. 24 degrees, an absolute picture, <laughs> and 29 tomorrow. Beautiful in the city of churches. So that can't be the reason why they're not showing up tonight, Rocky. What's going on? Yeah, I'm not sure. I thought it uh, may have sold out early on in the week. Um, Port Adelaide normally turn up in uh, in their droves, so I'd imagine they will get a full house there tonight, but it's uh, a bit bizarre that it's not sold out already. News report came out yesterday that uh, roughly sort of 30, 35,000, mm. a touch over tickets had only been sold, where... You know, we, we're seeing even last night, you know, 90-odd thousand. The week before, 90-odd thousand to there. So we, we really do want to fill it out and make it our own. <laughs> yeah, well, Adelaide, we turn up when there's a big event at Adelaide Oval. We've got a history of it, whether it's uh, footy, cricket, uh, entertainment, music, you know, whatever it is, we turn up and, and it'd be really disappointing not to see a sellout or at least a packed house, even if they're not sold out pre-game. So let's get everyone down to the ground. But we're interested to know oh, yeah. if people aren't going, why they're not going. Because mm. it, it, to me, it beggars belief that you wouldn't want to go see your team play a home final after all that you go through as a fan during the season, Rock. Yeah, well, we're, we've been trying to piece it together a little bit, haven't we? So there's obviously cost of living pressures at the yep. moment. So maybe the pricing has priced a few people out. Um, a few local grand finals, so that might be a draw factor to, to mm-hmm. drag a few away. Yep. Other than that, there's not much you can come up with. No, I, I think it's like the, like I said, the weather is usually a big one. You know, mm. like when it's you know going to be absolutely teeming down, you could understand, you know... T- mm. Half the stadium filled, but it's going to be beautiful tonight. So we've actually just gone and got the prices straight off because this yeah. is where you, that you can get sucked in a little bit as well and you can read into it because you jump on straight away. It says tickets from $10, where it yeah, just doesn't... That's, that's It's, it's just, not happening. It's basically false advertising. So yep. looking at it here, we've got Category 5, which is the lowest, to Category 1. So if you want to go just one adult, it's $35 in Category 5 and it ranges all the way up. To $96. So mm. say you, you're going along, you could probably take the $35 ticket. Yep. There's two of you. There's 70 bucks as well. A couple of drinks involved with that. Look, and you, you're parking as well. You're not getting much change out of probably $150 to $200, and that's just two of you. So yep. I can understand that a little bit. But if this is the last time, this is the last time for this season you can see your home team mm. in your home state. Well, it's not exactly easy to get a, a ticket to a prelim or a, or a grand final interstate, no. is it? <laughs> they don't just fall out of trees, so you've got to do some work to get them. So it, it is potentially the last game you're going to have the opportunity to go to. It, you know, If you wanted to go interstate, there's no guarantee you can get a ticket, but no. you can guarantee yourself to watch your team play a final tonight. Mm. Would, yeah, would, the yeah, crow, you, would the Crows sell it out, Rock? I think so. I think they would sell it out. History would tell us that they'd go close or have at least sort of 50,000 there. 
you'd imagine that the Giants, obviously, they're, they're not the biggest supporter base in the, the land as well. So I don't, don't imagine there'll be heaps of Giants fans there. But mm. um, you would think most home teams would sell it out. It was a sellout at the Gabba last week. They had, I think they held 36,000 now. I think that was a sellout. So I'd imagine there'll be close to 50 there tonight. So what would you be happy with? If there's if, not. Yeah, okay. So what would you wouldn't be happy with less than 50, Rock? I think over 48. If you get under 48, you'd be disappointed, yeah, wouldn't you? Okay. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. I, yeah, think, I think that. So. Well, let's go to the family on this on one triple three five three. Like, why aren't you? Why aren't you going tonight? Is it too expensive? Is it easier? Is it easier just go down the local and watch it and have a couple of beers there? I, I'm not. I'm not too sure. Yeah, and there's also footy finals on, like we talked about with the local footy. But we've also got a pretty decent prize on. What are we doing uh, on hand? We've got a Sam Tass Seafoods. They're not back again, are they? They are. Can you believe this? Oh. How generous are they? Oh, Sam Tass Seafoods, $100 voucher, and it's a mix and march, four kilos. <laughs> mix and match, I reckon. Yep. There, I reckon it, well, it says march here, so I'm not sure what Tom Basso's <laughs> doing out the back there. So mix and match, four kilos of premium seafood for just $60. Sam Tass Seafoods, 201 Richmond Road, Richmond. Get amongst it. Get involved. Family will want to hear from you. Mix and may as well, I reckon, Rock. <laughs> One triple Get on the Sort these out for us. Hundred dollar voucher to Sam Tass Seafood. Why aren't you rocking up tonight, Port fans? We want to know. We'll take calls next triple. How good, Akadaka for your Saturday morning. Oh, Twelve minutes up. past at ten o'clock. It is the Dead Set Legends, and we're asking the question on one triple three five three. The Port fans, why aren't they heading along tonight? Um, we're thinking it should be an absolute sellout here. We're going to ask David Kosh a little bit. Later on, what's what's going on with it? But the reports yesterday that there was only sort of 35,000 tickets sold, roughly around that, um, in the news, and we can't get our head around it, Rock. No, we can't. I think uh, I think they'll turn up today. Perfect conditions out there, sun shining. Won't be tonight, obviously, but uh, it'll be warm enough, and I'd imagine they'll get close to uh, 45, 50,000 there tonight. Yeah, I think you're right, Rock. I, I think with weather like this, you, you'd just be looking at it going, how can I not go? And it might be a late-minute decision, but that's fine as long as they get down to the ground. But it is slightly concerning yep. that people aren't jumping and clawing their way to a ticket just to make sure they're there, because this could be a historic night for Port. Big win, take yourself to a prelim. Said previously as well. So Category 5, it starts at, which is the lowest yep. category, $35, and it goes all the way up to Category 1 for... Um, for an adult, which is ninety six dollars, so mm. there's you know it's 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 close to two hundred bucks just to get in if you want some decent seats. So that might be the factor. As we go out to Craigmore, we got Ashley. Hello, Ashley. Why aren't we going tonight? Yeah, good boys. How are we today? Good, good, Fine. good mate. Yeah, good mate. Look, I've got a, a little concern that I've been trying to buy tickets for the uh, for the game tonight um, for the last three or four days and probably a little bit longer. The unfortunate part is when I'm going on to Ticketek to try to buy the tickets, because I like to take my wife with me, yes. you can only book one ticket at a time, and we can't get the seat mm. together. Now, now that much, yeah. Well, See, that would be you, disappointing. Even if you put two in, the, two in the category, it doesn't work like that, Ashley. Just two no, separate no, seats. Yeah, no, as soon as you put two into the, where the zero is, you put in two, it comes up uh, allocation not available, and as soon as you go to one, you can, you can book your ticket. Wow, that's a bit now, strange. I've tried to do this probably half a dozen times, if not more. Yesterday, when I tried to book one, I got row K and wherever it was, and then I tried to book my wife's ticket, and that was like somewhere in Y in a different stand altogether. Oh, wow. goodness. Okay. Because you can't book two together. Yeah. yeah. 
Right, well, that's fair I'll enough. Yeah, I go to all games. I go to all court games. I go to all Adelaide Pro games. I'm an Adelaide Open member. Yep. So this is quite disappointing. We can't get to sit together if we go. Yeah, yeah for sure. Because if you did buy two seats in a different spot to each other, you'd then be negotiating yeah. with other people that have bought a ticket to like, try and sit. Like, that would be hard yeah. work. Oh, Stressful. Bloody oath. Bloody oath. System might be broken. Let's head out to Chris at Hallett Cove. Chris, why aren't you heading there tonight? Oh, I'll be there. I've got my tickets. Oh, right. What do we, we got for us? Yeah, I don't know why this other bloke, the one that was just on, had a hassle. I just got, I got three in a row, and that was a couple of days ago. But yeah, right. maybe the area is trying to get it, then they don't have any two seats together. Mm, yeah, maybe. They just try a different part of the grandstand. Mm, but the main it. reason I'm phoning up, the uh, they, tickets are expensive. I've been going, I've gone more this year than any other year, uh, due to the fact, basically, we've got international students staying with us and oh, yeah. give them an experience. Nice. So I would shout them some tickets and memorabilia and... When they got Port Guernsey's right through Brazil, Germany. Uh, oh, how good! <laughs> and um, but uh, what a friend of mine's done. He's going to hate me for saying it because I'm going to change their policy next year probably. <laughs> he buys kids' tickets. Oh, what well, as an online. adult? Hang on. Yeah, correct. Really? This year he has saved <laughs> over six hundred dollars buying. Oh, that's kids genius. Tickets. Wow, what a rot. Well, because well, you just walk in and you scan your ticket That's and you just it. keep going. No, no one what, checks it, do yeah, they? They won't notice. No, they don't have a they don't have a, a clue whatsoever. Do they? Wow. Do by they, the Chris? Way, by the way, I love seafood, fellas. Oh, you love it. Wow. <laughs> yeah, love it. Oh, You're in the good. mix for the Sam Tass Seafoods voucher. <laughs> don't worry about that. Thanks for ringing in. And uh, we're heading out to Sam at Rosewater. Sam, what's your go with this stuff, mate? And why wouldn't you be going? Mate, let me say, firstly, we've been to every poor final that they've ever played in, home at Footy Park and Adelaide Oval, and, and we love the boys, and there's yes. nothing against the, the players. Okay. But we have had enough of Ken Hinckley. We've had enough of the fact we've signed on a coach for another few years. We don't think he's capable of getting a playing group up to our final standard. Uh, right. As evidence today, and we've just, we just can't go tonight. We just honestly cannot face uh, going and, and, and watching what they're going to dish up. And it's nothing against the players. We've got full respect for the players. We understand the injuries. We understand where they're going. But the club signing Hinkley for another two years, where he just cannot get the job done year after year, we've just honestly, me, my mates, we've had enough. So we're not going tonight for that reason. No. Um, nothing to do with pricing. Surely, surely the club's bigger than any individual, though. So you go and support the team that you support. Oh, absolutely. And we've been to all through the MOA series, and we get that. But where we lost the faith is when we signed Hinkley before the finals again this year where it's the finals year after year that he seems incapable of coming up with either a game plan or getting the players mentally prepared uh, to play finals footy. And uh, the fact that we've done it again, uh, we've, we've just lost faith with that. So that's our reasoning. We're rightly or wrongly, and we appreciate that, you know, that other people have different views, but that's mm. our position. So, so you're not going to go at all in the next couple of years? No, we're not going tonight. As I said, we're there to support the boys, and you know, we'll go through the home away series, but we're not going tonight for, for, for that reason. We're just... We're still a bit filthy about uh, the decision a few weeks ago to sign him on. So, Sam, if they win, if they win tonight, is that going to change your mind somewhat? Is is it going to help you come round for next year? I don't know. I, I think we're probably acting from a place of emotion rather than intellect at the moment around the decision. Um, but uh, that's as I said, that's our reason for not going tonight. We just we don't want to be there um, uh, tonight again. It's, we'll support the boys, but we'll do it from uh, the privacy of home. Mm. All right, thanks so much for that, Sammy. Interesting take on why he's not heading along tonight. So, yeah, very, very interesting to be brutally honest about that. Who do we like there, uh, Fergus? Who gets the $100 Sam Tass Seafood voucher? 
Yeah, it's a tough one. Mm-hmm. I'm not really too sure. Yeah. Uh, I thought the call about um, not be- being able to buy two tickets together, I'm not sure about that one. Um, let's go with Sam. I thought it was the brutal honesty that I liked about Sam, so let's go with him. I'm not sure uh, the, f- the the bloke that was uh, buying his tickets for child prices was quite going to... It's no surprise that yeah. he's trying to get he's, the free seafood voucher. He's, he's saving his money. Sammy from Rosewater, congratulations. $100 Sam Tass seafood voucher. Mix and match four kilos you yes, can just for sixty dollars. How good, <laughs> David Kosh, Not too far away, and Bernie Vince is going to give us the rundown of Melbourne straight sets again here at Triple M. One hundred four point seven Adelaide's at Triple M. This is the dead set legends Tom Rockliffe, Cow Ferguson, and Tom. I'm going to catch up with Koshy very shortly. This motorsport update with Rusty is brought to you by Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Fair dinkum. He is humming our man and he is alive from (laughs) Singapore. Singapore, if you don't mind, this is brilliant. Greg Rust joins us right now. You can grab his uh, podcast, Rusty's Garage podcast, on the listener app. You can get it right now for free. Morning, Rusty. Morning, team. We don't need to create a visual for our audience. I am not tipping pina coladas by the pool for the record. Oh, sure you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Sucking them back. Oh, we love that. Hey, Rusty, uh, speaking about the pod, mate, you've um, done a couple of special editions on there. Oscar Piastri, Liam Lawson, and he's subbing in for Dan Ricciardo. Is that true? That's correct, yeah. And, and Dan is actually here, guys. So you know that he had that... Um, unfortunate crash in the lead-up to the Dutch Grand Prix. Mm. Liam was rushed in to, to support or take over from Dan there. So um, Ricardo's returned from surgery, and he's here helping the team in a, in a kind of engineering and, and mentoring um, capacity, not really doing much media. But the team, the, the young drivers say his input is helping them so far this weekend. Boys. So the place looks amazing under lights, guys. Ferrari have been fast in both uh, the, the two first practice sessions overnight. And Red Bull, unbelievably, and they've had this stranglehold on the season. They look like they're on the back foot a bit here. So let's see what qualifying brings tonight. Mm. And uh, Shane Van Gisbergen has confirmed he is off to NASCAR next year and he'll be a busy man by the looks of the schedule there, Rust. Yeah, definitely. So this is probably not the best-kept secret, but what is a little different um, is the amount of interest that he's reportedly had from other teams. So he had that one... Uh, mind-blowing win, you know, that, that thing that got everybody around mm. the world talking where he took victory in Chicago. Yeah, he's yeah. gone, I think, with his heart, and he's going to stay with that team, and he'll get some experience across all three rungs or all three tiers of, um, of NASCAR, but apparently there were there are several other teams and manufacturers that were, uh, were interested in signing him. And while we're talking about the supercars, Rusty, the Sandown 500 is on this weekend as well. Final pieces of the puzzle. In terms of driver moves for next year, everything's starting to fall into place too. Yeah, they are. And we've talked about it a couple of times on the show that it, there's probably been more movement there in supercars than uh, we've seen in a, in a long time. So just about all of the, the slots are now filled. Um, Nick Perkat, who's with the Walkinshaws team at the moment, is off to Matt Stone Racing. And that's actually a good thing for... Nick, we didn't necessarily know if he would surface in a in a full time drive, so that's uh, that's a good one for him. Um, Five hundred at, at Sandown there is a traditional lead up race to Bathurst. It's great that it's back on uh, the calendar. Co drivers involved and so on. Bit will play out in that race tomorrow. Cannot wait for it. And at the other end of the spectrum, to the north of you guys, the Singapore Grand Prix. Good weekend in the midst of footy fever for fans of racing. You're a dead set bloody star, Rusty. Thanks Super again for your star. time. Getting the job done. See you again. That's Rusty for Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. 
104.7 Adelaide's Triple M, the Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockcliffe, Cow Ferguson and Tom, and I tell you what, we're building up for a massive game at the Adelaide Oval tonight. This is going to be absolutely brilliant. And the chairman of Port Adelaide, David Kosh, joins us right now. Koshy, thanks so much for your time, mate. Uh, Good morning, Legends. Thank you for having me. The smell of September. There's nothing like it, is it? Oh, how good, mate. How good. Hey, Koshy, um, we're hoping for a big crowd tonight. A couple of reports that have come out that not quite sold out yet. Can you give us an update and and what's going on there? It should be bloody humming. Yeah, but it will be humming. I reckon everyone's been waiting for payday. Um, (laughs) With the price of tickets and how, how tough people are doing but look, at the moment, it's, it's looking around mid-40s, high 40,000. So the place will be rocking. Uh, last couple of days, no doubt. we've sold a lot of tickets. So, um, you know, if you haven't got your ticket, uh, they're running out, but there's still some available. Get there. And because uh, people have got to understand that they, our fans play a massive role at uh, Adelaide Oval but with getting the boys over oh, the line. Yeah. Yes. Just. Singing Never Tear Us Apart intimidates That's the opposition. Incredible. So let's get behind them. And Koshy, I seen you in the hallways at the Gabba last week briefly just before the bounce. You would yep. have been proud of the effort in the first half and then unfortunately fell away, but they would have taken a fair bit out of that first half, I'd imagine, Port Adelaide last week. Uh, they took a lot out of it. And, you know, the young blokes really did well. And as you know, Rocky, there are lots, you know, games like that are all about moments. And we just got to nail our set shots. It was the same with Melbourne last night. There are moments and you've got to deliver in finals because it's a totally different pace. So, you know, it was a wake-up call for the guys last week. It was always going to be a tough assignment in Brisbane. I think over the last three years, they're 51-2 to two in mm. terms of wins at the Gabba. Mm. So they really have turned it into a fortress. It was always going to be a, t- a tough ass. We were confident Having Charlie back, I think, makes an enormous difference on field. You know what he's like culturally on field to uh, to get everyone up and about. So I think he's a big in for us. Yeah, it's definitely a fortress up at the Gabba. The Gabba, there's no doubt about it. And then you come back to your very own cauldron at Adelaide Oval, Koshy. And, and I feel like going through what you did last week at, against the, the Lions will hold you in good stead in, in fantastic conditions that you play so well here at Adelaide Oval. Yeah, and it's going to be a spectacular night. The ground is going to be great. It will be fast. We've got to play a fast game. And look, we had we had a number of players down on form last week. They understand that they've got to get back up for the game tonight because you know a preliminary against Collingwood at the MCG next week. Mm. Uh, they don't come around too often, so we've got to make the absolute best of it. Training has been up and about this week, so. They put last week's disappointment behind them and really focusing on tonight. You speak about training, Koshy. They changed, or look from the outside, that they changed the method this week and may have trained there Thursday night. Is that correct? Yes, they did. And the thinking and, behind that? Um, just to replicate conditions, mix it up a bit. You know, they. it's important and the hope uh, we take sort of notice of the high-performance team as well. And, um, and they reckon... From that point of view, Thursday night was the, the best one to do it. Do it late. Lockie Jones was rocking the, the bucket hat and um, <laughs> brought the swagger back to the team as well. Uh, what, a, what, a, what a Port Adelaide icon he oh, is. Yeah. He is just 
represents who we are. <laughs> I love that. Hey, Koshi, what about you, mate? You've uh, The alarm's gone off, I take it. I want to know what time that is actually set at the oh, moment. Yes. And what about the future for you, mate? You're looking to stay involved with the Port Adelaide Footy Club? Absolutely. I'm loving what we're doing at the moment. We've got an exciting period ahead, exciting couple of years. We've, uh, you know, the, the whole organisation is in really good shape at the moment and we're looking at building a legacy for the next 10 or 20 years. So off-field, it's go, going really well. On-field, you know, we, we quietly just go about our business. We're one of the youngest teams in the competition mm. and we just quietly evolved this list and it's got some real excitement to it over the next two or three years. Um, I was at the end of last year. I think everyone was saying, oh, the Port Adelaide window is closing. Let me tell you, it never closes. And that's that's our our big motivation, our theory, is that you're always competitive with finals. And I think with the list that we've got now and some of the excitement, particularly in the midfield, some of the... The players who want to come and join us, who have openly this week come and said they want to trade to us next year for the next season, I think we're in really good shape. Koshi, chairman of the Power, chairman of the AFL Commission, it's got a nice ring to it, Hang doesn't on. it? Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Hang on. <laughs> yeah, I don't know where that, where that came from, but. Um, Is it something I've, you're interested in? Uh, I've, I've, I've been away the last couple of weeks. And I've got to sound a real tosser here, <laughs> hanging out with Richard Richard Branson. Oh and, yes, <laughs> uh, uh, I arrived back on Thursday to that, so I don't know where that came from. I'm very happy with what I'm doing at the moment. You've done well to well, get a Guernsey been... on his back, that's for sure. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, he was right. He, he's with us. I don't want to look too far ahead. Obviously, a really important game tonight and then hopefully a couple of weeks. But you speak about those players that want to come to the footy club. It seems like everyone that's requested a trade is ending up at Port Adelaide at the moment. How do, how do you how have they done that at the moment, the, the list management team, to fit everyone in? Uh, you know, Cripper. Jason Cripps is the guru of list management. It is a dark art, but I have <laughs> no idea how he gets these deals done. But I think he... Uh, his track record speaks for itself. The bloke targets exactly what we need. And I think a, a lot of it has to do with the fact that they know, that players know the culture of our club. Uh, they know the stability of it. You know, I think knowing Ken is going to be coaching us next year is a massive lure to a lot of these players. And that's the reason. You know, I know a lot of people going, oh, why didn't you wait till October to decide on Ken's future? He is the best coach for us. And doing it in August means that our list management team can clearly say to players, you know what you're coming to and make your decision now. And that's really critical. Mm. August in list management and September is absolutely vital. And players who are considering us have got to know where we are. Nah, Koshi, nah, well said, mate. You've uh, spoken brilliantly once again, and we always appreciate your time on Triple M. Good on you, legends. Good, <laughs> luck, tonight. Good luck tonight, Good luck mate. tonight mate. Oh, yeah. Great to have Tindo on board. Ten minutes away from 11 o'clock, 104.7 on the dial, and we're also on Listener as well. The Dead Set Legends. Massive week for Tomo Fergus. Oh. He's, uh, <laughs> he's about to play in a grand final today. He's, his wife's about 43 weeks pregnant. <laughs> 
She's she's about ready to go. But it, the biggest announcement of all is uh, me and Ferg made the decision, Tomo, that uh, you're actually retiring today. So today yep. will be your last game of footy. That's yeah, it. So you're finishing me we've up? Made, we've made the call. Okay. It's time, mate. How many grand finals, how many big finals do you want to take away an opportunity from a young player, Rocky? Oh, seriously. <laughs> Getting a bit I mean, old. Seriously. Getting a bit long year, in the tooth. Yeah, yeah. Pop, belly, on <laughs> Pop belly Thomas Pop over here. Belly Pop Thomas. belly Thomas. No, in the big dance today, it's, uh, it should be a cracking game out there. Yep. Where do we live stream that one, Tomo? Uh, Tom, there is a there is a live stream, so I couldn't actually tell you where it is, but it, like there a is frog box equivalent that mm. cricket's got for footy, something like that. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't dart fish or hills footy or something like that. Yeah, how's everything looking for the team though? Yeah, good. The, week, no, the, the lead up's been great. The build up's always good with a with a final and a and a grand final. So looking, you you don't get too many days like today, do you? Twenty four degrees, so it's an absolute pity. Do you know who we're taking on today, Rock? Gamaraka. Hey, got it right. Good work. Yeah, third or fourth oh, try this yeah, morning. Gamaracha was the it. first one we got, wasn't it? But, <laughs> but it? There has been some interesting conversations with my beautiful wife, Charlie. You did mention she was pregnant yeah. last night. Packed the footy bag and the hospital bag That's in the right. same one, so Perfect. which is probably the first time and uh, last time I'll, I'll do that. So yeah. Um, yeah, quite interesting. So, but yeah, looking forward to it. Should be good. And um, yeah, she's been an absolute superstar through this whole. What, what a week for you! Can potentially win a grand final firstborn hopefully this week we imagine it'll probably happen when you're 43 weeks at the end of the time. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> 43 just for all the doctors out there that are just coming off and the freeway right. a massive silly Sunday tomorrow so you'd have that's the right. kit organised ready to go yeah, you can't mention up. I know I did mention what I was sort of rolling with mm. but you don't don't mention that yet because the boys don't know can't so. give it up yeah last year's was a good one though you What'd enjoyed you that with? what was that one again oh, it was um, Kevin McAllister <laughs> And we had Harry and Marv next to me, Fergus, and I know you took a real liking to it. It was outstanding. I absolutely loved it, Rock. Seriously, I'll be interested to see what he goes with it because it's a it's a high standard you've set. It is. I don't think I'll quite match that one though. The great who, case. who would be going in as favourites today, though, Tomo, in the in the big dance, the big game. Would you guys be favourite? You you won through in the the final, so yeah, you they, the beat week us, off. they beat us twice throughout the year. But um, you got them in the big one like a couple of yeah, weeks ago. They beat us twice. Yeah, so they like they were undefeated to that point. So you'd probably say they'd be favourites and we'd be going in underdogs. But yeah, we'll see how we go. And it's we'll a neutral it a venue, venue, isn't it? Yes, for the it grand is. Final? All finals are. So yeah, I'm interested all in that. Finals are. So um, no, nah, it should be a good day out no. there, mate. Well, good luck today, mate. Thank and, you. Uh, enjoy your last game of footy because <laughs> that's uh, it. It's, yeah. it's time, mate. It's all right. Yeah, the young blokes need an opportunity in big games. Just been finished up. Pop Ellie Thomas. Feel like bokey. Seven minutes away from 11 o'clock here at Triple M. Uh, 11 o'clock family, hello to you. Six minutes past 11 o'clock, I should say, as well. 24 degrees. The oh, dead set legends are it. here. And it's all thanks to Tindo as well. Oh, yes. When it's time to go solar for your home or business, it's time for Tindo. The only solar panels engineered, and they are made right here in SA. This is brilliant. You can find out more at tindosolar.com.au. 25-year product and performance warranty. Find out more. tindosolar.com.au. We love that. Hey, bit of news out of last night's game there, Rocky. Yeah, Carlton are set for a... Uh, please explain from the AFL after Jacob Wiedering was left on the ground in what they believe uh, was he was captured clearly wobbly after a, uh, a hit with Joel Smith. Uh, head to the face in the final term. So they'll, they'll get a please explain why he wasn't taken from the ground. 
I actually watched it live. I thought he actually got hit in the throat and he was mm. just trying to catch his breath back. But uh, the AFL are set for a please explain. Yeah, I think you could probably see the reaction being re- relatively similar. When you cop under the throat and you're struggling to breathe, you might be just a bit stunned by the whole thing. But he did look a bit uh, a bit shaky and a bit, bit off his game for the next few minutes, I thought. So uh, I was a bit surprised. But uh, again, I wasn't 100% sure where he got hit, Rock. But that that's going to be a little unsettling period until they can get that cleared up Carlton because um, you know if they look at the footage really closely and, and decide that he has actually been hit in the head and that was what caused his reaction then I'd be really interested to see uh, what the AFL can do on that front is there any uh, potential for him to miss next week I mean could you imagine that mm. I, I don't think he can go it's up to the doctor to put him in the concussion protocols I don't think the yep. AFL have any any bearing on whether they can do that or not, but they want an answer. We've seen Port Adelaide go through it earlier this year mm. when they were handed a heavy fine for not uh, following through on it, but it'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I, I think they would have watched it, the doctors, and gone out there, and, and they'll explain the scenario to the AFL, and uh, hopefully we all move on. I'm not sure it's in the same category, though, is it, as the, the, the incidents from earlier in the year yeah. at Adelaide Oval with Porter. I, I, he didn't look like he was in that much distress. He just looked like he was a bit stunned by the contact. So uh, I can't see there being too much going on there. Mm. What do you think, uh, Tomo? When you yeah, I it? thought it was uh, interesting. I don't think they can come in over the top. and Well, you know, he'd probably have to get a, a couple of tests today, I'm assuming, at recovery after the game. But yeah. I can't th- see him coming in over the top and making him unavailable for this mm. weekend if the if the doctors are going to you know do their d- due diligence. Well, he spoke on Fox Footy after the game as well, and he all seemed okay. So yeah, uh, yeah. watch watch this space. But yeah. uh, I think the the AFL have just requested a please explain from the Carlton Footy Club, and they'll get that, and we all move on. Yep, I like that. Hey, Bernie Vince is going to join us next. Yes. Uh, talk about the Melbourne Football Club. And the special caller at the Sandville Grand Final next oh. week. 12 minutes past 11 o'clock for your Saturday morning, Adelaide. The Dead Set Legends on 104.7 at Triple M. Tom Rockcliffe, Cow Ferguson and Tomo. And uh, well, he's a star of the rush out. And the rub, which is coming up very shortly. Won a BNF at Melbourne. And unfortunately, the D's went down last night, Burn, uh, as we welcome you. Uh, thanks for having me, boys. Yeah, disappointing, wasn't it, last night for Melbourne? What a cracking game, though. Finals. Are so good to watch, yep. and well done to Carlton too. Geez, they're on a some sort of ride at the moment. Had a fantastic season. Haven't played finals for ten years, and now they're on a roll. So who's going to stop them? Mm. Tough going up to Brisbane next week, but you know, finals. You talk about finals come down to moments, and I reckon there was probably in the last two or three minutes, maybe even four minutes, there were probably five big moments. I reckon Melbourne could have possibly won the game. There was Max Gorn who. Touched it on the line. Yeah. I could see what he's trying to do. I think he thought, Carlton, we're going to touch it or punch it through. Yeah. So he's trying to get it back into play so they could, um, you know, have another shot maybe. Should Clayton Oliver have had a shot, he could have kicked mm. it wide to the boundary, stoppage, lock it in your front half. That's what I probably would have done if I was a player. Took my full 30, kicked it wide to max, punch it out of bounds, start yep. again. Um, there was the Jack Viney. When he won the ball oh, on the yeah. wing and shanked it short, mm-hmm. if he just got that Brutal. over the back, Mark, there was another player down the field, take your full 30, that's the game probably done again. Yep. Um, another moment, Judd McVie, mm-hmm. young player I know, but you've got to take body in that oh, contest. Yes. You cannot allow the current player to take the mark. Doherty, I think it was, yep. took the mark, and you, the last 100%. thing you want is him to be able to play on. You yep. need to buy time for Melbourne wingers and mids to get back because that was a fast play and um, 
just had to either take body or just concede, give the mark give away, and just stand the mark and push him back because yeah. there was, what was there, 40 seconds to go or something like that in the game. You're three points up. And another one was why, where were Melbourne? Why are they so high up the ground? Mm. They, I know they had Fritch back, but Fritch was on – he had two forwards next to him. That's right. Um, Akers had worked down from the wingman. Where was the where was the oppo wingman for for Melbourne? Um, you'd, you'd think you'd have at least two behind the ball in the last minute, probably the last two minutes. Yeah. So there were so many little moments that you can talk about. And we always talk about finals, don't we? We go, well, you know, it's going to be a great game. It'll come down to one moment, two moments. I reckon there were four or five. Yeah. yeah. So um, yes, you can say goal kicking. They could have kicked. Mm. You know, they missed a few, hit the post, unlucky. But Max Gorn, you know, you never know what you're going to get when he's having a shot anyway. He's like, I was thinking, just hit your boot, Max, please. Um, you know, there's Cozzy Pickett, another moment I forgot oh, about. He yeah. went inside, had decided to have a shot. Yep. Yes, you want to score a goal to, to get that little buffer, but he could have found a teammate over the top and another mark, another 30 seconds off. It becomes, time becomes your best friend when you're up by three points. So... So many, how many is that? It's probably six yeah. moments, and that was all in the last two and a bit minutes. So, you know, that's why footy smarts is uh, just love players that have footy smarts in big moments like that. And they, they let themselves down a little bit. So they need to go back and, to the drawing board and have a good, hard look about everything. They need to go through their whole footy department system uh, players. Did they defend well? Did they do all the sacrificial running stuff that you need to do in finals? Saw Carlton doing it all night. Sam Walsh, all their good players do it. Um, but yeah, without behind the goals footage and isolated footage, you can't, you don't know the answer to that, but they need to have a good hard think about it. Straight sets two years in a row. Burn, it just sounds like you've lost a bit of your zest and your passion for it. <laughs> <laughs> Am I just, done? Yeah. Just, Any questions, boys? Thanks, thanks for coming just, in, Bert. Yeah, just been <laughs> spoken for 15 minutes. <laughs> right, Hope. See you, Rock. <laughs> well, your questions are shit house anyway, Rock. So I thought I'll save your job and I'll just, nah. I'll just talk. You're, you're, you're in the wrong industry, mate. You should be coaching. Throw your hat in the ring, you and Jars. Yeah, nah, not with Jars, but I'll coach maybe one day. Who knows? Speaking of Jars, actually. There's a, a there's, nice a nice, there's a nice little double up happening next Sunday yes. afternoon. Is that not right, Bernard? Yes, big announcement last night on the rush hour. Jars is going to call the Sandford oh, no. Grand Final. Oh, so, no. Here comes Winmar. He'll crash through. <laughs> Skilled off Wiki Nimmo. <laughs> So, was, you know, when, you, when you're calling a game of footy and the greats do it, you, you, you know, the James Brayshaws, Brian Taylors, they watch so much footage and vision of the teams they're, they're going to um, commentate. And you see them every week, obviously. Not sure the last SNFL game or Sanford game Jars saw or, or watched or was there at the game, but I just asked him, I said, well, you're going to have Glenelg in the, in the grand final because they're already in there. Have, have, what's your knowledge of them? And he go, pretty good. Well, name me five players. He went, Lockie Hosey, number 20. Yep. And he said, some other bloke, number one, looked him up. He's number seven. No. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what about the other three? Because I gave him five. He goes, um, Graham Corn's still there. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm telling you, oh, next no. Sunday, the 24th, uh. I'll be doing the special comments. I wasn't even invited to do special comments, but I need to be in that box while he's commentating. <laughs> Because yes. what I heard in 1999 oh. was just... It was Keeps his feet. Here comes Wingmar. He'll crash through. Skilled off Wiki Nimmo. 
What? If he doesn't what? know Nicky Winmar, how's he going to know, buddy, the Glenelg team? What is going on? Like, oh. the bottom of the barrel's being scraped, and then they've found Jarman. Yeah. Like, <laughs> where are we at? Greg's. They've picked up the barrel, yeah. moved it, and he's down a hole somewhere, down a little mouse hole under the barrel. That is must-listen radio, oh, that right there. He's, he's already told me all the nicknames he's going to have for everyone. There's going to be Flash, someone, and whatever oh. names he's looking through because Vinny Shannon in here, who helps him out a little bit, gave him a player list, and he goes, well, his nickname's this, his nickname's that. He's just naming players from the 80s that he's going to call them. So I'm telling you, it'll be a car crash, but it'll be so entertaining. It'll be worth listening to, boys. Must listen radio next. A Sunday is going to be brilliant. The Sandful Grand Final. And Triple M's Rub is on next as well. Any questions, Rock? (laughs) Oh, you have a spell, mate. Well played. Checked Almost turned his audio off. 104.7. Adelaide's Triple M. How good. Done and dusted for another edition of the Dead Set Legends. 104.7 on the dial. And we're also on listener as well. Tom Rockliffe, Cow Ferguson and Tomo. Uh, Rocky, you've been superb once again, mate. Seriously. <laughs> Another three votes. It often happened to me in September. I only played twice in September throughout my whole career. No, I didn't even I didn't even play in September, actually. Did you know that? I played that year we played finals was October. What, was that really? <laughs> oh, you'd be flat about that. I know but, we talk about it every year, Rock, but I just looked at Joel Selwood's record again. Forty finals. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that wouldn't hurt much. <laughs> just uh time and a place, isn't it? They were yeah. outstanding footy club. But uh you've got the big dance today. Tomo, off to the grand yes. final. Yeah, grand final today. So uh, looking forward to that. We'll venture up there. And uh, fingers crossed we're going to have a good day and we'll see how we go. What about you, Fergus? You're off to a wedding? I've got golf. a wedding. That's right. No, no golf. Uh, wedding. And then I've got the kids tomorrow while Ree's at work. So it's like a big weekend lined up. We're going to get to the beach, going to get to the pool in the backyard on Sunday, which will be great. But tonight... Uh, one of Reese's friends' weddings, so it's going to be great. Up in the hills. Adelaide Hills. Oh. Doesn't get any better than that. 24 degrees, not a cloud in the sky. What, magnificent. Why are they getting married? Oh, I suppose cricket. Why are you getting married in September? Surely not September. Mm. Well, it depends if you're a footy fan or not, I guess. Mm. But um, it's better than grand final day, and we've all heard yeah. those horror stories. Yeah, so I'm have. certainly glad it's not grand we final have. day. We I'm we just thanking my lucky stars. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm doing. Oh, I love that. Righto, we're out of here. All the very best of the Port Adelaide Footy Club tonight. And if yeah. you yes. haven't got tickets yet, yeah, make sure you, you get some. There's still some available. So hit it up. It's going to be a great night. And the rub kicks off next. See you. Bye. Fire up.